Coming up with topics to talk about over on the Gym Leaders Podcast is kind of difficult sometimes, but what we noticed is you guys have great ideas. So welcome to our very first Q&A, all about Pokemon. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the channel. A little bit spicy different kind of stuff today. I'm here with my boy, ASX TCG. Say what's up, ASX. What's going on, everybody? I'm excited to be here in our very first Q&A episode. That's right, guys. If you know, and you're, you know, one of the cool people that listen to the Gym Leaders podcast, you know that ASX is my co-host over there. Every single Wednesday, we post a new podcast episode here on my YouTube channel and all over audio platforms. So make sure you guys go check that out. Um, but today we're doing a Q&A session. We've talked about doing these for a very long time. And you guys came through and asked me a bunch of questions. And we're going to get to them. And I just thought it would be cool to invite ASX on this kind of video as well to get his opinion. Uh, you know, because every once in a while, I guess, ASX has decent opinions. You know, like just every once in a while. Not, you know, something, well, something smart comes out of here. Don't get too okay. Now you're getting a little crazy, but <laughs> maybe not smart. It, something comes out of here every once in a while. But yeah, so like we we added it to the end of the gym leaders uh, podcast, and you guys liked it so much. We we're like, let's make a whole separate video on it. Um, so that's what we went ahead and did. So we're gonna dive right in and start uh, answering these questions. If you want to ask us questions to answer, you can leave them below in the comment section here on this YouTube video. You can send it to us on Instagram DMs. Um, you can pretty much wherever you want to ask them, just get them to us and we will add them to the list. Might take us a little bit to get to them because we have a nice little list already, but let's yeah. get at it here. And Josh, Josh, Josh Whedon, MCU. <laughs> um, but Josh over on my Patreon wants to know, uh, ASX, I'll let you go first here. Uh, do you think modern Pokemon sets will hold value in five or 10 years? Okay. That's a good question. Um, yes and no. I think it depends <laughs> on what set. You know, I think it really depends. It's going to depend on what set. Way to commit to at. an answer there. Way to commit. You know, well, you know, you know me. Um, yeah. So I think if, you know, if you're looking at like a Rebel Clash or a Battle Styles, I'm going to say probably no. Um, right. But if you're looking at an Evolving Skies, if you're looking at a Celebrations, if you're looking at a Brilliant Stars, I'm going to say, yeah, you know, I think those are going to hold value. I think those will. A lot of, you know, a lot of the bigger pulls from those sets, you know, will, you know, hold or, you know, continue to gain a little bit of value over time. Um, I think that the five to ten year uh, time period is going to be a time period where the Sword and Shield era is kind of in that weird kind of space where kind of like X and Y is right now, mm -hmm. where it's like not super popular. You, you do see a lot of the cards coming down. Um, but kind of what I'm thinking about here is, is like a lot of the big ones, like the alt arts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I think those are the types of cards that are, that you're going to see hold. I don't think, you know, your, your commons and commons, your hollows, uh, even like your V cards, V maxes. I really don't see holding that well. Maybe some of yeah, the more popular either. ones. Yeah. Um, but I think in the end, it's really going to come down to those alt arts. I think. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I agree with you. I think the big hits, uh, from every era are, are always going to carry value. Um, sure, sure. you know, like the sun and moon, big hits, X, Y, big hits, like, like those are always gonna, Hey, 
my thing just went off. Hope you guys didn't hear that. Thanks for buying into the break on Friday, whoever that was. I got my phone right next to my mic. Probably shouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so much fun. This is going to be today, actually. This is going up on Friday. Um, nice. See you there. But uh, yeah, so I think the big hits will always will. But I honestly, truly think that the Pokemon TCG is never going to go down as far as it did like during the X and Y era and stuff like that. Yeah. I think the biggest fear that we have right now is overprinting. I think there might be a lot yeah. of the cards that you were talking about. The V cards, the True. V star cards, yeah. or uh, the V max cards, like those may be way overpopulated to where some of the more rare cards, like the Umbreon alternate art, you know, the Gengar alternate art still are definitely worth adding to your collection. Um, yeah. through and through sealed product wise. I think the big sets are definitely worth holding on to anything with the Charizard yeah. on it are worth holding on to. Those always go Easy. up in price significantly. And yeah. some of the bigger banger sets like evolving skies may be seen as in the same light as like a furious fists, um, that back in X and Y to where like that sealed box is worth. It's like the most expensive product during the X and Y era is getting these sealed booster boxes, of like yeah. Phantom Forces and Furious Fists. I can definitely see right. something very similar for that for the Pokemon TCG 10, 20 years down the road with Evolving Skies boxes, uh, Brilliant Stars boxes, things like that. Um, do I think that we're ever going to get like these massive spikes again like that we got in like 2021? Probably not. I don't think, you know, buying yeah. a $120 shiny Charizard is going to net you $1,000 in five or 10 years. Um, no. do I think it might be three, 400 bucks? Sure. I could, I could see that. Um, yeah. but it's, it's really hard to tell and it's hard to gauge. I do think we are in an era though, where we're going to have mass, mass printing, but getting those big hits like ASX was saying is extraordinarily important. Um, and somebody made a comment in one of my videos the other day that I found really, um, it was kind of like eye opening to me and that sealed collecting is at an all time high. It's, it's yeah. by far at an all-time high, and the reason why sealed product is actually worth so much is because nobody did it back then. Right. Nobody was collecting sealed product during the black and white era, the X and Y era, the heart gold, soul silver era. So finding booster boxes from those eras are extraordinarily hard because nobody cared. You know, the yeah. sealed collecting was not really a thing for 99%. Until now we realize, like, holy crap, like, you're telling me a base set booster box is worth how much? Yeah. Compared to <laughs> even a Charizard, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, like, now that that's well known, I would say at least 50% of collectors have a sealed collection. And that yeah. may even be on the low end, which means product is yeah. not going to be as expensive as we're hoping it's going to be in 10 years, you know? To where, you know, just for random numbers, there might be a hundred, you know, heart gold, silver boxes. There's probably going to be 5,000 Evolving Skies boxes. So that's yeah. my thought on that um, for that particular question. So we're, we're kind of in a similar mindset. Yes and no, I guess, is the answer. Yeah. I don't think it's going to decline very far into the basement, but I don't think it's going to skyrocket no. to the moon either. Um, right. Cool. Josh, thank you for the question. Um, Kyle from YouTube, Kyle asked this in the comment section, uh, in one of the videos a couple of weeks ago, uh, why do people put so much stock in getting their cards graded? ASX, the floor is yours. 
Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think that kind of came with the craze, you know, that we saw back in 2020 um, as well. You know, when we saw that spike uh, on prices of raw cards, uh, you know, that naturally made the, the all the graded cards spike as well. And when you're seeing, you know, all these vintage cards and stuff going for hundreds and sometimes thousands of dollars graded as, Crazy. you know, tens, uh, you know, that gets people really interested really fast. And I think we saw a very big crowd of people come in uh, trying to make some fast money on graded stuff, mm-hmm. um, which I don't think really worked out for them too, too well. Uh, now that we're looking at a lot of junk <laughs> slabs uh, yeah, that's like true. that. Very true. Um, but I think... You know, I think that's honestly why a lot of people put a lot of, you know, a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort into getting their cards graded because uh, they they really want to see that payoff. You know, Pricing I mean, I would love to turn some of these Charizards, these couple hundred dollar Charizards into a few hundred dollar Charizards, yep. um, you know, some somewhere down the road here. But, uh, you know, it, prices right now is not going to allow me to do that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it definitely doesn't make any sense. Um but yeah, I, I think I think the dollar signs are really what brought yeah. people into grading. You're you're honestly. absolutely correct there. Um, I think the the people that really focus on uh, grading their cards are the people that are focusing most on buying and flipping and selling cards. Um, you know, it became very 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 popular probably two or three years ago, I would say, for people to buy raw cards on eBay get them graded and sell them at a profit. Right. So back when you can grade your cards for, I mean, bulk submissions were $7 regular submissions were like 15 bucks, I think. And you'd get those back at a pretty consistent basis back in the day. So, you know, it was, it was very common to buy a raw card for $30, get it graded for 15 and then two and a half months later, be able to sell it for a hundred, right? Which would yeah. net you a $35 profit or whatever. Um, after all fees and shipping and everything was paid. And then you would just yeah. rinse and repeat until you worked your way up into the higher dollar cards, which was one of the best sales practices that you could do as a Pokemon TCG investor. And then in 2020 yeah. and 2021 guys like Gary V and all these other finance influencers came into the world and all they knew was PSA this, PSA that, um, yeah. you know, Beckett grading this. And the other thing is, too, those people don't know much about Pokemon cards. So yeah. them getting a card inside of a PSA slab authenticates the card and authenticates yeah. the condition of the card. They don't have to do as much research as they would have to do buying raw cards and looking at conditions and there's no risk, right? So when you're yeah. buying a PSA 10, um, there's not much risk there, which I think a lot of people really enjoy. As yeah. a collector, I don't give a crap. I don't I don't need my cards graded. I don't need another right. company to tell me what condition my card is in and if it's authentic or not. I can tell that on my own. As somebody who yeah. has held and touched and seen thousands and thousands and thousands of cards, I could tell you likely what your card is going to get graded. I have a hundred, when I do get my cards graded, I have a hundred percent success rate. I've, I've only gotten a nine back once and I knew it was going to be a nine. That's it. I knew it was going to be a nine. Um, and it was a Charizard. So I sent it in anyway. I didn't care. Um, yeah, of course. But like me nowadays, I don't see the need in it. Like 
I get it. Yeah. It's a nice little uh, encapsulation piece. You know, it, it does keep it in the best possible condition that you could. Um, sure. But in reality, I really, I think it's one of the bigger scams in the TCG market, in the TCG community, um, to pay people these types of prices just for them to yeah. go, yep, it's a real card. Yep, it's in really good condition, you know. Exactly, exactly. I, I think it's a waste of money, personally. If you like grading cards, fantastic. But I really only think it's gotten this popular because of the finance gurus that are trying yeah. to make money on the industry, 100%. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I think people put so much stock into it. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, lighter, lighter side of questions here. Edwin from okay. Instagram wants to know, do you think Pokemon Funko Pops are worth investing in? Okay. Um, I would say, I would say so. I mean, I, I, I'm not big into Funko Pops myself. I mean, as you can see, I don't have any in my background. How here. dare you? <sighs> right. I should. I mean, like what Pokemon fan doesn't have a Pokemon, at Gosh. least a Pikachu Funko. Like, geez. Gosh. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think, you know. I mean, Funko is huge, hugely popular. I mean, there's a Funko for, like, everything now, right? So I think that I, – I don't think they're going to be an investment that's going to, you know, get you to retirement down the road or anything like that. Um, but I think if, if you are buying them, you're keep, keeping them sealed. I think the Pokemon ones are a, good way, are, are a good way to go, especially they make a lot of, like, exclusive ones too. There's you know, your like answer. Target exclusives and – 25th anniversary exclusives and yep. you know i don't know if they do like gamestop exclusives maybe as well uh you know but i, I know there's they exclusive do. versions and if you can get those exclusivity is always great in collecting um yes. so if you're able to get your hands on something like that i would say pick them up for sure i agree with you 100 the the standard so i have a couple in my hands right here the standard collectibles like this sylveon right here which is just a standard funko pop um, it's, you know, $12, whatever to, you know, 10, $12 MSRP. Yeah. Um, you're absolutely right. This is not going to be worth $300 later on down the road. It's just not going to be because Funko pop has turned into uh massly printed production, right? Yeah. So to where other figures may not be massly printed Funko pops are, which is why they're so popular. And this is why you can buy them for $11 a piece. But yeah. Something that you said, and I completely agree with, this one I'm holding up right here, is an exclusive. This is a GameStop exclusive Diamond Select Pikachu that just came out yeah. this week. And it's Beautiful. sparkly. It's nice. These are the types of ones that I believe will be worth more in the future. Um, again, are they going to be $1,000 yeah. in five years? Probably not. But this $11 Funko Pop is probably already worth you know, not right now, but maybe in, a, in like six months, we'll be worth twice that, maybe yeah. three times that. And in 20 years, uh, one in this sort of condition, this brand new type of condition could very well be a few hundred dollars with it being the diamond collection in the GameStop exclusive. So yeah, the answer again, just like number one is yes and no. Some of them are going to be very collectible, and some of them are not going to be collectible. As you can see, I really, really like my Funko Pops. I got my mm -hmm. giant Pikachu back here. I have pretty much every yeah, jumbo. Cool. I have every jumbo, every printed. I got the silver Bulbasaur over there. I got the the Charmander. I got the Charizard. I got the the Mew back there. I got over here. You... I got the Lucario Target Con exclusive. Got them all. I was, I was going to ask you, what do you think about the jumbo ones, though? I what, think what those think? will be good because those yeah. those 
what I've noticed with the jumbo pops is you need to find those within two weeks of release. There's no second oh, yeah. wave. There's no third wave. There's no fourth wave of these jumbo pops. There's not. Unfortunately, I opened all mine, which is going to really upset some Funko Pop people. But you know what? You're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah, you um, got to have fun with it sometimes, you know? I agree. I agree 100%. I got the $100 Pikachu back there. That's what this giant one know, over here is. So That's a $100 that so pop. Awesome. Um, I don't know how much that one will be worth down the road. But um, I do think the Jumbos will be worth buying. Because, again, the Mew is the most recent one. The Mew and the Lucario were the most recent yeah. Jumbos released. I already can't find them at my targets. I got lucky. I found them all on release day when I know that they're coming out. I usually go to my targets on that Friday, Saturday, Sunday until I find one. And then I grab it because I will never see them again. Almost guaranteed. So, all right, let's go down. Let's do one more right here. Let's do one more question. Um, Do you ever see Pokemon bring? Oh, this is from Kyler. So we did Kyle earlier. This is Kyler from Instagram. Do you ever see Pokemon bringing back some other specialty type cards like Gold Star, Level X, or Mega Evolution? And I believe he means like bringing them back, not creating new ones like alternate arts or amazing rares. Okay. Um, and bringing them back. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know if they would bring anything back. I can see him maybe bringing back. I could see him bringing it back, but it not being the same thing, which I know is kind of maybe not answering your question. Um, but like basically what I'm thinking is GX and V star, right? right. V star is a GX card, okay. right? I Just see what you're saying. New name. So yeah. I think if they do bring things back like that, it's going to be the same mechanic, maybe under a new name. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thinking uh, the next mechanic that we might see is something like a something like a prism card where you can only okay. have one in your deck. Um, so that's something that I feel like we haven't seen in a little bit of time. So I, I definitely think that's something that they would bring back. Um, you know, and, and yeah, I mean, we kind of see it with shiny Pokemon as well, right? So now we have sparkling Pokemon with the, with the yeah, new ones point. coming out in good the point. next set. In the next set. So yeah, <laughs> another question where it's like yes and no. Um, but yes, I think they bring them back, but I think they kind of disguise it. What about, what about like in a subset? Like what about like celebrations? You know how they brought back, you know, like one of each of those cards. Like I could see them doing something like that again. Um, that was cool. I love celebrations. So I'd be down for that. (laughs) Do do I think that they will ever give us like, Hey, we're going to have an entire set where we have V V star cards and gold star cards. Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, yeah. I do think that Gold Star would probably be the most likely to come back um, because it's yeah. basically, like you said, it's just another way to create the shiny Pokemon. You know, um, yeah. we got the Hidden Fates and Shining Fates, which are very similar shinies. The new shiny Pokemon that are coming out are actually very similar to the ones we got in Shining Legends. Or Radiant Pokemon, I think is what they're called. I think I call them Sparkling or something. Sparkling. Radiant. Yep, they're Sparkling. Spark, oh, sparkling Pokemon. Yep, they're called Sparkling. But they, they look they look a lot like the uh, the Shining Legend ones, where like the Pokemon yes. is textured, but the rest of the card is not um, sort of a deal. And uh, I could see them coming back with the next, maybe like, you know, a couple years from now, make a Shiny set, but make the Shinies back to being Gold Stars again. Because, you know, Gold yeah. Star is, they, they got the whole Gold Star thing from when you find a, a Shiny Pokemon in the game, and it sparkles with Gold Stars. 
ching, 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 right. ching, ching, ching. Like, that's why they yeah. were gold stars. That's why they had a gold star next to their name. It signified that they were shiny. shiny. So, yeah. and that would not affect gameplay. You know, that would not affect how the game is played. It would still just be Good point. a, you know... Glaceon Gold Star is the same as a Glaceon V or whatever. You know, it'd be very similar. Yeah. Just it'd be the shiny variant, which I think would be cool. And, you know, that's fantastic. So. Um, things like Delta Species, like, uh, might be too game-changing, too game-breaking since they already had an era of it. Do they want to go back and have another era of Delta Species? Probably not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they'd rather come up with something new, I think. That's my thoughts. Probably. So, cool. Yeah, um, that was awesome, man. What did you think about the first episode of the, the Q&A from the peeps here? Yeah, I liked it. A bunch of great questions. Uh, and I hear we have, like, a whole list of got a whole list. amazing questions as well. Yeah. So I thank you guys so much for, for getting all these questions to us. And I'm excited to keep doing these types of episodes. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun for sure. Uh, you guys have some fantastic questions. Again, um, but we plan on doing this for a while. So even though we have a whole list already – you know, leave some more down in the comment section. Let us know um, what you want us to answer. Um, and if it's a fantastic question, it could potentially bump up these ones here on the list because we're going to go, you know, quantity or quality over quantity. You know, if you if you have yeah. great things to say and great questions to ask, we are going to supplant those in and get them answered for you 100%. So leave that down in the comment section down there. And while you're down there, drop a sub if you're new in the channel and hit that like button as well. And make sure you guys go check out ASXTCG. The link to his channel will be down there in the description as well. That being said, you know, it's it's a regular video. It's not a podcast video. So I, I got to put my entry details for the giveaway in this video as well. Go. Um, so appreciate you guys staying tuned to the end of the video. And if you want entry details on that brilliant stars build and battle kits giveaway, two winners this year, this year, this month, two winners this month. Cause that'd be a terrible giveaway for a 12 be, month a long. long giveaway. I know, bro. No, but somebody in April is going to be getting those, uh, two winners, two lucky subscribers. We winning those, but I'll break it all down here in the end. I got the whole thing, break it down. It's coming in right now. Here's your entry details for the brilliant stars. Thank you guys so much for staying around to the end of today's video to get your entry details for the month of April here on TCG Funhouse. That's right. Boom. Two winners for the month of April. Every quarter, I like to do a giveaway where I give multiple subscribers a chance to win instead of just one. And in April, we're doing two Brilliant Stars Build and Battle Kits, guys. It's amazing. Four booster packs inside plus a stamped promo. All you have to do, guys, is make sure you are a subscriber here on the TCG Funhouse YouTube channel. Smash that like button on this video and leave a comment below. Anything you want to comment, whether I ask you a question in the video, what you thought of the video, anything. I reply to as many comments as I can and I make sure I heart as many comments as I can as well. But that's all that you guys have to do to get your entries for this month. And you can get an entry every single video see you there